We got some new patrons to help support Coach Your Brains Out. Welcome to the team, Joe Harden and Mad Sand, a new beach club in Plano, Texas. If you like the show and want to donate a couple bucks, you can find us at patreon.com slash coach your brains out. Welcome to Coach Your Brains Out, the show that explores learning from the top minds in volleyball and beyond. With your hosts, John Mayer, Billy Allen, Andrew Fuller, and Nils Nielsen. Today on the show, we're lucky to have two of the best beach volleyball players in the country, Emily Day and Betsy Flint. Emily and Betsy, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having us. Yeah, we're excited to be on. So today our topic is why LMU is so much better than Stanford. So you guys just kind of open floor. We'll just spend a couple hours on it. You guys want to start? <laughs> yeah, Let's unpack too easy this of a one. question. <laughs> <laughs> too easy. All right. You're right. You know what it is? Too easy. So we'll, we'll move on to our next topic, which is, <laughs> which is team building. So I know you both had a, a change in partners at the beginning of the season, and you kind of had a shortened preseason. So I'm wondering what some of the first conversations were that you guys had to make sure you guys were on the same page. Yeah, um, I think we did a good job of uh, meeting together, and we had a little values document that we use at LMU um, to go over like what we like to hear from each other, maybe in times that are hard, and we talked about our values as players and as people. Um, and we met with Peter, who is our sports psychologist, um, at USA and we had this conversation with him and it was a lot of fun to get to know each other and get into things that maybe you don't speak about freely to each other but having a sports psychologist there to help us through that um yeah yeah and it just, was sorry, the, just so everyone knows that that was betsy and now this is emily just so oh, okay. <laughs> right, yeah hi everyone i'm emily um so and i also think that Betsy and I were honest with each other up front because sometimes when you start a new partnership, you try to hide your flaws from your partner and you just want to pretend like you're this perfect volleyball player. But I felt like both of us were vulnerable and told each other like, hey, you know what? When I'm struggling, like you admit to struggling, I'm going to need your help and this is how you can help me. Um, I think that also like sped up our team building and not to mention, I think we had a tournament right away where we were traveling with one another. So you automatically start to build that team. And uh, I guess on that topic, what do you guys as individuals find helpful? Like if you're struggling, what can your partner do to kind of get you out of that funk? Uh, for me, uh, something I learned from playing over the years is that if my partner can tell me to focus on one specific skill, that helps because I start to think about the million things that I should have done or could do or what I should do next instead of um, if Betsy was just like, hey, and pass the ball forward. I'm like, okay, just focus on that one skill and then everything else comes next. So Betsy knows that she can recite one skill that I should do and serve receive to side out. And um, that helps me move on to the next play and stay present. Yeah, similar to me. Um, I really like when Emily is talking forward and she's really direct and we're talking about the next play, nothing about the past. Um, and then just kind of reminding me to go through my routine, um, which is like telling myself, holding my past. So something in my control and something super simple. And Betsy, you mentioned that you guys talked with Peter Haberl, who we had on the podcast. 
and you guys formed some some values. Can you tell us what some of those values were or are? Yeah, um, I mean, we had a few, and we kind of narrowed it down. Um, one important one we talked about was we did talk about like confidence and not necessarily fake confidence, but trying to figure out. <laughs> I guess I don't really know how to explain it <laughs> super well. Um, but like being confident together, which is like aggressive talk. Um, that's what that means to us and being super forward and carrying ourselves, um, whether it's body language with our shoulders back or eye contact. Um, yeah, that's one of them. Yeah. I think another one that we, Betsy and I have together is our, um, our work to always improve. So we're always, as a team, looking to improve, whether it's in practice with a little skill or, you know, the overall improvement of trying to move up the rankings. But I think both of us um, are very dedicated to improving each and every day. Like Betsy will show up to practice and she's like, what are you going to get better at? And so she (laughs) holds me accountable to like, let's not waste two hours and go through the motions. Let's pick a skill each one of us and get better at that today. Cool. And as you guys were having that conversation, uh, were there any team values that were different or you weren't on the same page? I mean, I assume everybody says they want to work hard and you know, all that stuff. Was there anything that else that came up that maybe was a little different or unexpected? Yeah, I think we just had different words. Um, so we kind of had to find the right wording to fit each other and to make it work for each other. Um, I mean, we always talked about like working hard, but we're like, that's a given. Everyone's doing that. That doesn't need to be a value. That's something we should do every day. Um, yeah, we had just a lot of different words and different phrases we liked and we narrowed it down. Um, another one we really liked was gratitude and that's like our third main one. Um, especially when it's like the end of the season now and it's been a long season, um, just remembering to be grateful for the opportunity to play on the beach. Like we have one of the best offices, um, in the world. Um, so it's, it's really cool. And sometimes you take it for granted. So we always have to remind each other to be grateful for all the little things. Have you guys kept the the values going throughout the year or is it something that kind of has faded in and out or has it been a steady thing that you've been able to follow up on? It's been steady. Um, which is awesome because sometimes, you know, you write goals down or values and you write them once and you never revisit it. But um, our coach Jackson, we talk before every tournament about our values and like different adversity plans going into a tournament. So I've, it's a great reminder. It's like, you know what? Gratitude. You know, we're at the beach every day practicing. Um, we're going to China in two weeks, but hey, not a lot of people get to go play in China, so we're gonna take the we're gonna take the little joys from that. Um, and yeah, I think we talk about confidence all the time leading up to a tournament. So we do actually we visit them, revisit them quite often. That's great, guys. What about from a from a volleyball stance? You know, what did you do to to get aligned on serving philosophies, defensive strategies, um, maybe setting tactics for each other? Um, how, how did you get aligned on those things? Um, I think having a coach helped us a lot. We had Heather in the beginning of the year and then Jackson as well. Heather went to LMU, played with Emily. Um, so we've been lions throughout this whole thing. (laughs) 
Yeah, um, that's right. But having a coach was really helpful and just getting our setting on the same page. We're used to setting different things and um, just communicating. I thought we were pretty open um, communicating throughout the whole process, especially in the beginning, and it was super important. Um, but, yeah, I think just communication throughout the whole thing. We're definitely doing different things with different partners. So, yeah, getting on the same page. Yeah, I agree. And having that third party, like the coach there, um, is very helpful because they can also help decipher and give ideas of to what our strengths are as a team and how we want to carry ourselves as a team and what type of defense and what sets work and whatnot. Um, but the communication was so key at the beginning. And then having Heather and Jackson there was a huge help. Can you guys share any specifics? I don't want you to give up too much, but any specifics of maybe where you had to adapt your playing style to kind of meet in the middle with your partner um, on those fronts? Um, I think like one thing that pops into my head is like the different setting, right? So I was playing with Brittany Hochevar and she's like, if you're going to air, I want it um, airtight. Well, Betsy would prefer the ball more off the net. So, I mean, that's just one thing that setting wise, you just have to adjust to your partner or for instance, um, out of system balls, does Betsy want it all the way to the pin every time? Or is she going to call a different set? Um, but I mean, I think that comes with any change in partnership and new teams. There's always a lot of compromise and giving and taking. And obviously, I want to deliver the best set um, in Betsy's eyes. I don't care if I want to hit it or not, as long as she wants to hit it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'd say setting's the main one. I know, Emily, um, you kind of did some topspin jump serving, which you weren't used to doing. Um, so we kind of talked about maybe different serving styles and when we want to use different serves and what works best for our team. And you guys mentioned how important communication is and being honest. Um, is that something you guys have always had? Has that been easy, I guess, in past partnerships to address issues when they came up? Or is that, a, I guess, a skill you've had to build throughout your careers? I think it's definitely a skill. Um, but Emily was open from the beginning, and it's super important to have a partner who's open and willing to hear things and receive like feedback and communication. And I thought we worked really well from the beginning. We weren't holding back. Um, like Emily said earlier, we were pretty vulnerable. And, yeah, we just kind of put ourselves out there, and we're communicating a lot, and it definitely worked out um, for us. I think that um, the communication and the the skill to be vulnerable has something that I've developed over the years of playing. Cause like I said, like when you first start playing with a partner, you might try to act like everything's perfect and nothing's wrong and you won't struggle on the court, but I've just found it's easier <laughs> to just tell your partner, Hey, this is what happens when I struggle and this is when I struggle and this is how you can help. Um, because it only helps the team out if you just lay everything out there from the beginning. No point of hiding everything and letting it be exposed when you're deep into a tournament halfway across the world. So it's great to hear your guys' communication and, and how early you guys uh, began that process. But you guys can tell me if I'm wrong, but I think from a results standpoint, the first couple of tournaments uh, weren't as strong or were a little more inconsistent. Uh, if, if that is the case, do you, do you guys feel like there was a moment that helped make the change where you started to 
get better or was there something that kind of pushed that uh, forward, pushed you guys forward? Um, yeah, I mean, I agree. Our The start of our season wasn't great. Um, we weren't one of those teams that had this like great honeymoon phase, as they call it, and you hit it off right away and it's all perfect and rainbows and butterflies. Like we struggled. Um, I'm trying to think of a turning point. Of course, I can remember a result that we did because um, we went, our first tournament was in Huntington. We did so-so. We went to New York, didn't even make it to Sunday. Um, and then I guess the turning point for us was Seattle. But Betsy, do you remember like a certain skill or something that went off in practice? <laughs> I don't. I think getting more comfortable on the court together was important because we're both um, – I mean, we think a lot and we want to get better. And so we're really cognitive during practice and in competition. I think we're a little different. We like to compete and have fun and be loud and have a lot of energy. And I don't think we really displayed that in practice as much. And I know it was just different, different setting, a different feel when we got to a game. Um, so it took a few tournaments. But once we were, yeah, we just felt like we we're in a groove after a while. Nice. Um, and do you guys have any advice for other teams that might be going through a slump? Like, how do you know when it, you should work through it and when you should maybe just call it quits? quits? I'm uh, asking for a friend, not for me. <laughs> uh, I don't know the right answer to that. Um, I mean, I think you want to be with someone you're going to grow with and um, get better and who's on the same page as you. Um, I'm not sure when to call it quits, but I think it's important to have that value document that we talked about and really discussing that and if we need to go back to it and touch up and maybe change some things to figure each other out. Yeah. I mean, that's a hard decision to make when to call it quits and when to work through something. Um, I know when you're early in your beach volleyball career, perhaps, you know, you're playing in qualifiers and there's a lot of partner switching and, um, that's, yeah, that's tough. It's hard to navigate through all of that. Um, in the position that Betsy and I are at, there's so many great players. So it's, it's just the little things that you as a team can work on that makes a huge difference in a game. So it's almost better and you can find more long-term success if you're able to work through those little things with your current partner. Because if you switch, there's going to be problems. There's going to be other skills to overcome. And so I think that it, yeah, to continue with a partner is, is huge. And if you need to revisit those values, maybe sit down and with your coach and work on and work on things that you need to get better at as a team, as opposed to just um, bailing and looking for the next best solution. Um, and what do you guys do after, as a team, after a tough loss or a tough tournament? What does that conversation sound like? Uh, how do you address those situations? Yeah, that's always tough. <laughs> um, it's always nice to have a coach there, but when we're on the road and um, in another country, we don't. Um, we always make sure to, sometimes we give each other a little space, sometimes we'll talk about it right away. Um, but we always want to talk about what we did well and what we want to get better at. Um, there's always something to learn. Even when you win, you want to go over those things and figure out how to get better. Um, yeah. I, yeah, I agree with Betsy. It's always good to 
to speak after the tournament or after a win or loss because there's another tournament coming up. And so you want to learn and gather as much information as you can from your loss and take it with you to the next one or not take the loss with you, but take those key points. Um, and something Betsy and I actually decided today is that we have a ton of tournaments in October. And so we've decided, Hey, when, once we touch down in a new city, we're not concerned about what happened at the last tournament. You know, we're only going to be in the present and moving forward. Um, because with our volleyball schedules, you can't dwell on something for too long. You've got to move on. You've got to take those keys uh, from the previous tournament and get ready for the next one. Cool. I like, I like that advice a lot. And have, have you guys found, was it, is it tougher at all when you have that loss to maybe a former partner? Is there a different dynamic in that and how you deal with it? Yeah, getting a loss from a former partner is really hard, <laughs> especially when it's in like the semis in Manhattan Beach. But uh, <laughs> the first time you played each other was that the first uh, time you guys? Oh wow! Yeah, it was the first time. Um, so there was like a lot of build up to that point, uh, but of course you always want to beat your ex teammate, um, and maybe it it hurts a little bit more, but. You learn from it. It makes you stronger. You're ready and you're more prepared the next time it happens. And, uh, yeah, we're professionals. So just kind of take it as it comes because it happens. It's going to happen to everybody. You're going to play your ex-partner. You're going to beat them and you're going to lose to them. So. What about for you, Betsy? I mean, same thing. Um, yeah, we're, you're I like what Emily said. You're going to play your ex-partner. You're going to play a lot of the same people over and over again. It's definitely harder to lose to a former teammate. Um, I think we we played my former teammate a couple, like four times this year, all pretty early. Um, and we might have a losing record against them, so it's not good. Um, and it definitely hurts, but it's, it's part of the game, and you just got to get better and learn from it. Emily, when you notice that, that Betsy might be struggling, what are some of the things that, that you do to help her out? And, and Betsy, I'll ask the, the same question of you. Um, so there's like a couple things I can do to help Betsy. First, I know that she likes it when we keep it light and fresh on the court because sometimes she gets a little bit in her head. Um, so not that we're joking around. We're obviously trying to win. But, you know, I can try to keep it a little bit more light and not so heavy and like, okay, whatever. That was last point. We're going to move forward. We're going into our routine. And then, um, I think I, when I give her a skill too, it helps focus her in on one thing that she can execute. Um, and then of course I, I can look to always to go on to, um, and if she is getting a lot of the serves, I try to carry a lot of the energy and the communication so I'll try to be loud. I'll celebrate more. Um, I'll talk more just so that she can conserve some of that energy. Yeah, that's spot on. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, kind of similar um, with the energy piece. Um, but for Emily, it's about anchoring her, her attention to one thing. So, like, you're going to pass this ball forward. Um, or little things like reminding her to run a different set. Um, but Emily never struggles, so I don't have to worry about oh, it. Oh, yes. Stop it. <laughs> that's false. I think that's also, so awesome. Oh, go ahead. 
I was going to say, if anybody has seen us play, Betsy's back bump on two or forward set on two or her on two wrist away is unstoppable. <laughs> so she does that plenty for me. <laughs> I think that's so awesome that you guys know really critical specifics about what each other needs. And it seems to be something that if we had asked younger players that same question, they would kind of be grasping it at not much. And, and I'm sure that it takes you guys a long way in terms of knowing you know, really what your partner needs and wants from you. I have a question about the going on too. When you guys, um, I guess, have you guys talked about it as far as when there's a green light? Because sometimes it seems like maybe a partner does it. It shows that they don't trust their partner to side out. Like how have you guys talked about that? I pretty much give Emily the green light all the time. I, I take a lot of the serves and for sure if I'm struggling, um, I like her going on to uh, being aggressive with it. Even if she misses, I think it's important that the setter or I mean the blocker on the other side is thinking about it and the de- defense has to think about it. So, I mean, I, I love when Emily goes on to, um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think we like really talk about it in game like, oh, green light, go for it. Um, but I think she knows like I love when she goes for it. <laughs> yeah, and I'm not exactly the best of going on to, and I think I've gotten better this year because Betsy has been so supportive. <laughs> Even when I miss, I turn, I'm like, oh, shoot, I'm so sorry. I like feel like I should have set her. I start doubting everything, and she's like, no, I love it. Keep going. Keep going for it. Um, and then Betsy always has the green light to go on to for me. I love it. I love it when she just like, yeah, gets a kill with bumping it over. So sneaky. Just I love break, it. <laughs> breaks a team's heart. Yeah. Uh, it's great. All right. That was part one of our conversation with Emily Day and Betsy Flint. Come back next week for more talk from the Lady Lions.